You are listening to Lightweight Church of God in Christ podcast, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, where your hosts are Pastor Daniel Yaboa and First Lady Janetta Yaboa. In the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Um, my name is Pastor Daniel Yaboa, um, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, uh, City of Moreno Valley, uh, one check, two location. We have a Moreno Valley branch and also in Ghana, West Africa, the eastern part of the country. Um, and that's uh, my lovely wife, uh, Evangelist Janada Yeboah. God bless you. And um, this is um, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, arena of release and, and breakthrough. breakthrough. Arena yes. of release and breakthrough. We know today has been um, a day that I've been assigned to celebrate and honor fathers, fathers both good and both bad. We, we are honoring everybody yes. because it is uh, maybe people go through attacks and they act the way they act. So the problem of fatherlessness is a same problem. The enemy is involved. It's the same problem. This morning I have a word for us to celebrate and honor us um, entitled Fatherlessness Destroys the Foundation of Our Families. Fatherlessness, because as we speak right now, um, statistics that I was looking at, it said um, single motherhood in the black community uh, during the 60s, uh, 60s, I believe, was about 23%. And as we speak, it's 74%. That is a tremendous change. So most homes that there are no fathers, it's about 74% in the black uh, community. And we are asking God to move and that God's power will turn this around. But this morning, my word is entitled, once again, um, Fatherlessness Destroys the Foundation of Our Families. The father is the foundation of the family. And as a foundation, his responsibility is to take care of his family yes. and the children. It provides security, protection, and provide. Yes. The most important part of any building is the foundation. And we all know that. But God's chosen foundation for our families is the father. God's chosen foundation for our families is the Father. He is at the bottom of the family. So we, we really do not see what fathers do. And they, they carry the weight of yes. the family. We cannot really see a foundation of a house. But the foundation of every house is the most important part of that building. So the Father... Being the foundation of the of the family is at the bottom, and it's on him the family rests. So he holds the family, and he pays the bills, keep the family from falling. Um, every foundation of every house is the part that carries the weight of the building, and whenever there's a crack in the foundation, you see this when they. They notice that a foundation has a crack in that building. 
the building is condemned. The building is no longer uh, good for human habitation. That is why the devil is interested in the father. Beginning, I said, the issue of fatherlessness is a sin problem. The devil is targeting and is very interested in our father. And more so, they are, they are, they are, them being the man. Them being the man. Them being the man. The male who has given, who, has, who God has given the responsibility is God's important project. God's important project concerning our families is the man who is the father. Who is the father if the, he is uh, and is, he has a family. This is why every project of the devil is targeted at the male or fathers. Pornography, corruption, destruction. All are targeted. Every hell, every uh, every uh, every assignment of the devil is targeted towards the man, and for that matter, our fathers. Now let's look at the, at the consequences of fatherlessness. As I already gave a statistics about what the figures look like uh, with the motherhood situation. Most homes in the black community being headed by our mothers, and um, I believe. Uh, there's other issues in other sectors too. As some fathering advocates will say that almost every social ill, social ill, social crisis, social problems um, faced by American children and parts of the world is related to fatherlessness. Oh almost every social ill, a social crisis that we are facing now in our world is related to the issue of fatherlessness. Let's look at one, poverty. Mm -hmm. Children in father-absent homes are almost four times more likely to be poor as compared to homes that are, are under the management of both parents, where the man or the father is present. And this figure is coming from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So that lets us know how big of a problem we are faced with. There is a significant more drug use among children who do not live with their mother and father, who homes where there are no fathers. Wow. There's a significant use of drugs among children. Three, children in fatherless homes experience significant physical and emotional problems. Children in fatherless homes experience a, 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 a significant physical and emotional health problems. Adolescent teen boys without a father are more likely to carry a gun and also deal in drugs and abuse alcohol. Children with imprisoned fathers are more likely to have depression. Children with children whose fathers are in prison are more likely to have depression. And and also men with almost men, men with absent fathers are likely to become absent fathers themselves 
in their children's life. 92% of parents in prison are fathers. 92% of parents in prison are fathers. Infant death. Infant death within the first 28 days of children's life is four times higher for those with absent fathers than those with involved fathers. Even children that come in, in, in the world new, their survivor, as we see in this picture, almost is kind of depending on the availability right. of their fathers. But what are the purpose of the father? Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, God said, Let us make man mm -hmm. uh, in our own image and likeness. So therefore, God first made a man in his, in, in his image and likeness. And so we being the image of God the Father, our Father, we are to what? Operate in the same capacity as God the Father, our Father in heaven, taking care of our family because God loves us and he takes care of us. He provides for us. He's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah El Shaddai. He, all his Hebrew names describes what he does in the life of his children. The first place God put Adam was in his presence. Adam was first put in the Garden of Eden, and he was in the presence of God 24-7. 24-7. And Genesis chapter 2, verse 19, if I'm, I'm, not, I'm not wrong, it says, and a man shall live. Is that correct? It says, Genesis 2 and 19, Now the Lord hath formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was his name. Okay. But where it said, and a man shall leave his father's house okay. and get a wife. Because now you realize that God was in giving instruction that the man leaves the house yes. to be get to be together with the wife right. which means the wife do the wife now gets another father amen the wife now finds a father in the husband or the wife right. what was what, what two it's genesis chapter two, two verse 24. 24 okay would you like me to read it yes ma'am it says this is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh they become one, one flesh. flesh. Now the, the woman now finds another father. Mm -hmm. So men are expected to father all women that are around their life. This morning, most of the message that I was receiving from my siblings, sisters, one of them was saying, no, no, I'm the first male child, so they see me as the father. I treat them as the father. And the other also was saying how good of a father I am. To them, mm -hmm. but these are my sisters. Yes. Um, so we, that's the expectation that we further. I'm talking about the purpose because we know that this is not the case. That's why we are seeing these figures out there, mm -hmm. and the harm that fatherlessness has caused the foundations of our families. And therefore, if we will live in our purpose as men, then we'll bring healing to our families, and our families will begin to look up to us mm -hmm. for directions and 
instructions. Yes. The male also a father is the source of a seed which carries into what? Four generations. The word of the Lord says, the sins of their father, the iniquity, Exodus chapter 20 verse 4 and 5, the iniquity, uh, that's the sins of the fathers, shall pass on to the second, third, and fourth generations. So the secret sins of our fathers and our men are, are passed down mm -hmm. to the generations up to the fourth, unless this curse is broken. Okay. That is, it's a hundred years in a generation. Second, third, and fourth generation. That's how much your mistakes and your traits and your faults and your bad behavior and things you do and bad uh, things you indulge in are passed down to your seed. Four generations. Four hundred years. All of Father's secret sins are passed on to his children and the children's children. The church of the father, fathers have become the tendencies of their children. In other words, we should, that our children inherit the curses of the fathers. Addiction problems, drug abuse, sickness, diseases, infirmities, mental health challenges, and all other life crises. Our children inherit it. If we keep on in those lifestyles and do not find answers to those problems through God and get delivered and break the curse, our assignment is to break the curse that we inherited from our fathers. We break that curse. We break, I broke the curses of my fathers and my father's fathers. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of my Attention to the things of God. Because of my, my humility, humility, humility to come under God mm. and let God use me. And this is the expectation because most of our men now have drifted away from the things of God. And this is what the bulk of the problem is. God gave man the assignment of work in the form of cultivating, cultivating. It says, and let them have dominion mm -hmm. over the earth and all that existed in there. God gave man the charge to take care of the, the, the natural resources that he created. And that stands for work. And God gave man the responsibility of work before Eve was created. Mm -hmm. Before Eve came. So before you even have the thought and the mindset to get a wife. You need to get a job first yes. as a man. Yes. Meaning a man need a job before they get a wife. Mm -hmm. To cultivate means to be fruitful. God never gave man a finished product. Mm. God did not give Adam chairs and tables. He hid it in the tree. So everything that God gives us, we have to refine it. We have to cultivate it. We have to process it to bring yes. the blessings out yes. of it. Yes. Most men are looking for uh, a wife in their head who do not exist. Mm. She only exists in their mind. Why? Because, because why? They cannot find it. The assignment of the man, and for that matter, the father, 
is to refine, to educate, to improve, to provide for the wife and children. The longer your wife and your family stay with you, they, they, should, they should be better off than when they came in. They should be better off than when they came in. If you are ashamed of your wife, you ought to be ashamed of yourself mm. as a man and a father. Amen. The word of God says Jesus Christ washed the church, cleaned the church mm -hmm. in his blood. Because what the church is the bride of Christ. Amen. Every woman is a man's divine project. Yes. Your wife is your divine project. If she gain weight or have some problem, you help her. Honey, let's go jogging or exercising. Amen. You don't start speaking bad about them and no. trying to speak bad about them. You help, you help, and then if she needs clothes, you take her to the best shops Amen. to shop for her. Amen. Why? Because your wife compliments you mm -hmm. as the husband mm -hmm. or the father of the house. Your children compliment you yes. as the father of the house. Your children look good, and all the credit comes to you, the father. Because when they are going, they'll say, this is Mr. <laughs> Mr. Isaac's children. Right. That's Mr. Mr. Young's child. Yeah. <laughs> that's Mr. Young's daughter. Right. Uh, you know, that's how most times, people don't know your name, they refer to you by your parents, and more so your father. Right. The father is expected to what? Protect the wife and family, not abuse them, but physically, beating or psychologically, mm -hmm. beating them with abusing words. And mm. this you will find most husbands, and for that matter, fathers, abusing their wives and their children with psychological words to hold them down, mm. to hold them down. But if your wife is vibrant, if your wife and your children are vibrant and bubbly and working, you take the credit. The man or father is supposed to be the spiritual leader of his house. You are, as a father, to be the spiritual leader of your house. You are to teach your wife and family the word of God, meaning you study the word of God yourself. But the devil has been able to turn this around and for that matter, preventing the man to develop an interest and gravitate towards the things of God. Remember the first place God put man, the first man, Adam, was in the garden of Eden. His presence, his God's presence, so God could fill us and straighten up the rough edges to make us who he has called us to be, the good fathers, the best men, the best father, and the best provider, and the best in everything that God wants you to be. The love that you need for your family and your children as a man, you need to be connected and tied into God, to receive from God. And in that capacity, the man is to put God first yes. in his life. Now, women have taken that position of the teacher and spiritual leaders in their homes. That assignment is for the man and for that matter, the father. This is why most men are angry 
are angry when their wives make attempts to teach them the word of God mm. or spiritual things. Most men are very angry when you tell them, honey, let's pray or let's read the word of God. Because what? They, their position has been switched. Yes. They are not working in their God-given assignment as the spiritual leader of their house. You don't know, most men or fathers don't know anything. If you ask them where Genesis is in the book of, in, in the Bible, they do not know. But they know every information about basketball, baseball, and football. But when it comes to the things or any hobby they are involved in, but to the things of God, they have no knowledge. This is why our homes are filled with confusion. The word of the Lord says, where two or three are gathered in his name, he is in their midst. Therefore, take your rightful spiritual God-given position. Today, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging fathers. I'm speaking into our father's life. What God has downloaded in my spirit to share. Take your rightful God-given position as the spiritual leader of your house, as the teacher of your house, buy Christian books to read. Take time to pray with your family. Pray with your family. And by yourself, seeking the face of God. So you can lead your family spiritually. The man is the one who is responsible to call his family, Mm -hmm. a wife and children to pray. Remember the first place God gave Adam to be at, was at his presence. So you could receive love and pass it on to your family. You could receive guidance. You could receive instruction. You could receive wisdom and pass it on to your family. God gave Adam the instruction first not to eat of the fruit of good and bad. Not Eve. Adam was the one God gave the instruction. And that is why when Adam ate the fruit, they were kicked out of there. Garden, they lost their inheritance. Mm-hmm. No way, Eve ate the fruit in the garden, nothing happened, mm-hmm. but until Adam ate it mm-hmm. and everything broke loose, they lost their inheritance mm-hmm. until Christ came. I pray that you will know how God loves you and begin to call on God to help you in your ways, that you'll be the good father. And be able to overcome your challenges and be there for your wife and children. First lady, you Amen. Pastor, well, happy Father's Day first thank and you, Thank you. Amen. Thank to you. an amazing father, amazing thank husband. You. That means you're Father's asking me Day. to do more. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing That means you're more. saying more. Uh, what, what's the buy? I just bought you the, the Gucci, more Gucci pads, more. <laughs> Amen. I received it though. Um, <laughs> you know, it means that from the message I heard you as you were speaking, fathers have a great responsibility. Yes. They have a great task. Fathers are builders. And this morning, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And today, I just want to give a short word. Um, The love and the responsibilities of a father. The love and the responsibilities of a father. You know, when we think about our Heavenly Father, our God, you know, um, He's genuine. Mm -hmm. He's selfless. He's sacrificial. He's gentle. He's a disciplinarian. He's a sanctifier. He's a redeemer. He's a way maker. You know, in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 and 
verse 4 through 6, it says, In your struggle against sin, you have not resisted to the point of shedding your blood and have completely forgotten this word, encouragement, yes. that addresses you as the father addresses his son. It says, My son, do not make light of the discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you mm. because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. You know, the love of a father is to ensure the well-being of the children, yeah. whether the children like it, whether the children don't. And in the book of, of Psalms, it talks about how you can depend on God. He's reliable and with great confidence, we put our trust in him. What is the characteristic of a loving earthly father? When you think about it, what, what do you think about when you think about a characteristic of an earthly father, your biological father, the father that is raising you, the father that has stood in the gap for you, amen? Yeah. You know, he's kind, he's powerful, he's dependable, he's forgiving. He, you know, he's a disciplinarian as well. You know, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, and it's funny how you were talking about how the husband is over the wife and, and over the children. Yeah. Ephesians 5 and 23, it says, For the husband is the head of the wife, yes. even as Christ is the head of the church uh -huh. and is the Savior of the body. And when you think about how the husband is over the wife, that means that he's over the whole household. Yeah. And if he's over the whole household, he's over the children yeah. as well. And, you know, I had the opportunity to talk to a couple people in corporate America, mm -hmm. very successful people. And I asked them, why don't you start your own business? Yeah. You're working for this, this, this organization. You're very successful. You have great skills, talent. You are an asset to this organization. Why don't you take those same skills and start your own organization? And the answer I received from them, it was mind-boggling. It was simple, but it was amazing to me. Mm. They said, you know, I'm the top of my team here. <laughs> I, I, I'm the top manager here. Mm. I oversee these people here. And when I come to work, I make sure that my department is running well. Mm. But if I decide to start my own company, that's a lot of responsibility. That means that no longer do I have this small area to take care of, but I have to ensure the success of the whole organization. Yeah. To be over something is a lot of responsibility. You know, and if you look at a lot of companies that are successful, they take time to invest in the employees. Yeah. They take time to educate the employees. Yeah. They take time to train the employees. And as a result, the employees know the worth of that organization. Amen. And the key to being successful in everything is to invest, is to oversee. And I want to speak to the fathers today. You have a great responsibility over overseeing your family. Amen. Mm -hmm. yeah. The Bible says in Psalm 127 verse 3, children are a blessing and a gift from the Lord. Yeah. Children are a blessing and a gift to the Lord. And my question to the fathers is, what do you do with the blessings that the Lord has given you? What are you doing with the blessings, your family, that the Lord has given you? You yeah. know, it's a familiar story about a servant, three servants, that received talents, gold, from their, their master. Mm. And it's found in the book of Matthew chapter 25. Um, verses 14 to 30 and it says and again it, it will be like a man going on a journey who caused his servants and entrusted his wealth to them yeah. to one he gave five bags of gold to another he gave two bags 
and to another he gave one bag, each according, listen, to his ability. Mm -hmm. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the one who had received one bag dug a hole in the ground mm. and hid, hid his master's money. Uh. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Mm. Then the man with two bags of gold came. Master, he said, you entrusted with me two bags of gold. And see, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, <laughs> he said, I knew that you're a hard man harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. Wow. See, I was afraid. And I went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. Mm. You know, I can imagine the master taking off his glasses and say, his master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you know, you knew that I, I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered mm. seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. My God, my God. You know, the master gave each servant according to his own ability. Yes. What is it that you are doing with the blessings that God has given you? Mm. You know, you see, the, the, the servant that had five bags of gold, when he came back to the master, he said, well done, my good and faithful servant. Uh -huh. The one with two bags, he did his due diligence. He came back and said, master, here's two bags more. Yeah. And the master said, good, my faithful servant. And the one with one bag of gold, he said, you know, master, I want to hit your gold. That what you give me, that what you have given me to entrust, that what you have put in my possession, I wouldn't hit it. <laughs> and the master said, you wicked servant. Wow. You know, another translation says, you wicked and slothful servant. You know, wow and wow, what is it that you are doing with the blessing that God has given you? God has blessed you with a, a wonderful family, a wonderful wife, wonderful children. And the job of a father is to analyze everyone's gifts and talents and begin to push everyone into the calling and the purpose that God has for their lives. Mm -hmm. Is to be, go out and be fruitful, multiply, yes. and be a difference in this world. That's what powerful. are you doing with the blessings that God has given you? Are you allowing them to go and hide their talents and just think about themselves? Mm -hmm. Are you just the one doing everything in the house? What 
are you doing with the blessings that God has given you? Many fathers, under the sound of my voice, you have amazing families. You have amazing children mm -hmm. that will be future leaders of this country. Possibly the president of the United States. Future doctors, future lawyers, future scientists, mm -hmm. future investors. Whatever it is that you are training your children to be, your family to be, they will be successful at it all. If you just invest in them, if you push them into their gift and the calling and begin to cultivate it into what God is calling them to be. Mm -hmm. You might be listening to me and you might be saying, first lady, yes, God has given me a family. But my goodness, my children are disrespectful. <laughs> my children don't want to do nothing. They yes. disobedient. They have no drive. I have all the drive. My wife has all the drive. And these children don't want to do anything. Be encouraged, man of God. Amen. Yes. The Bible says in Galatians 6 and 9, And let us not be weary in doing, in, in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap. If we faint not, we shall what? It says we shall reap if we faint not. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Hold on. Because God is about to visit that disobedient Hallelujah. child. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is about to visit that child with no drive. Yeah. God is about to visit your house and turn that situation around. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. I hear a praise going on in the spirit. Amen. Because I know there's a father out there and you're tired. Hey man, you want to throw in the towel. But don't throw in the towel. But I want to take a pivot right now. I want to take a pivot right now, Pastor. Yeah. You know, I want to yeah. speak to the youth right now, amen. I want to speak to the youth right now being tossed and fro like tumbleweed. You know, when you're driving and you see the wind blowing and tumbleweed is going across the, the, the street as your parents are driving and they got to swerve not to hit it. I want to speak to you, youth, amen. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're ready to branch out into the world. You feel that you got your education from school and you got all the solutions to life. And that the solutions of your parents are useless because you think your parents are old and they're, you know, they're irrelevant now because things are changing. They're old school. Amen. I want to speak to you this morning. Amen. Proverbs 1 and verse 8. It says, hear, my son, your father's instruction and forsake not your mother's teaching. Mm -hmm. I'll say it one more time. Hear, my son. Hearing is coming from the ear, amen, is yeah. discipline, amen. Hear your father's instruction. You know, hearing takes discipline. Yeah. It, you have to really apply what you hear if you're hearing, unless it'll go out, go in one ear and out the other ear. That means you didn't hear. Mm -hmm. You didn't hear, you know. So in order to hear, you have to hear with purpose and intention, and you children, teenagers, young mm -hmm. adults, I want to speak to you. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32, it talks about a prodigal son, amen. He thought he had it all. He said, look, you know what? My daddy's rich. I'm going to take my inheritance and I'm going to live life. I want you to hear the story. Life. Yeah, right. yeah, yes. It says, Jesus continued. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, father. Give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the youngest son got together all he had and set off for a distant country and there squandered, squandered 
his wealth and the wild living. Wild living. Mm -hmm. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. Mm -mm. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to the fields to feed pigs. Mm. This this is a wealthy son of his father. This this is the same son. I hope you listen to you. He longed to fill his stomach with pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving. Mm. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Mm. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. Humility. But when he went, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. Mm. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to one of his servants, Quick, bring the best robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and fill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead. Not physically dead, but he was spiritually dead mm -hmm. and is alive again. Glory be to God. And he was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, listen, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. Mm -hmm. So he called one of his servants and asked him, what was going on? Your brother has come. He replied, and your father has killed the fatted calf because of him. Back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So the father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and mm -hmm. never disobeyed your orders. Yeah. Yet you gave me, yet you never, you never even gave me a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. Mm -hmm. But when this son of yours, this son of yours who has squandered your property your pro and with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him? Verse 31 says, my son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. Mm. But we have to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was found. He was lost and is found. Oh my goodness. I, this scripture said it all right here. I'm speaking to the youth that are ready to branch out on your own. I'm speaking to the youth that see your, your siblings going haywire and you are the one that's standing in the gap and doing the right thing and don't know why that your parents are giving them such and such. I'm speaking to you this day. You know, I want to encourage you that in this story is so much wisdom. This young man was ready to live life, so he went and he lived. Life is not greener on the other side. Amen? You think life is greener on the other side, that you're tired of your father's discipline, you're tired of his his proverbs every day that he speaks to you full of wisdom. You know, that's, that's what some youth are thinking right now. My parents are so extra. I can't do anything. You know, to be in a 
house of discipline is a benefit to you in the long run because if you partake of the wisdom and the principles you are receiving from your father, you'll be successful. Mm -hmm. You'll be successful yeah. because your father is speaking from a place of wisdom because he has lived life already. Oh, hallelujah. Your father has lived life already and is speaking yes. from a place of wisdom so you don't have to suffer the way he did. My God, I'm it's preaching powerful. better than y'all yeah. saying amen. amen. I'm preaching better than y'all putting hearts up, whatever y'all could be doing. I'm preaching better than that. Oh, hallelujah. But this child, this prodigal son wanted his inheritance now. He didn't want to continue to sit under his father for mentorship. Mm. Listen, children, as you are sitting under your father, you're being mentored. Amen. Yes. He's teaching you in the way that you should go. But this son, he wanted the microwave success. He wanted the instant cash. He wanted to go out and do it now. And things got bad when he went out on his own. Mm. It got so bad that he had to go and feed the pigs. This is a, a successful child of a successful man. Amen. Yes. He's feeding pigs. There comes a point as a father, as a parent, you have to let your children know your worth. Amen. You have to let your children know, look, I have the wisdom. If you want to go out there, once you're of age and go and learn, I know you'll be back. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I'll say it again. I know you'll be back. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. It comes a point where you have to tell your children, it is well. Hallelujah. But they will have an aha moment. Aha. This man, this little boy had an aha moment where he said, why am I struggling? Let me just humble myself and go back home to my father. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 22 and 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Mm -hmm. And when he is old, he will not depart not from, from it. Hallelujah. Amen. Fathers, as you are planting seeds of worshiping God before your children, hard work, excellence, honesty, goals, Amen. and success, you are planting seeds in those children. Amen. And though, although they may grow up and think they are on their own, they're their own man, they're their own woman, hallelujah, when it gets to a certain point, they got to go back to their foundation. Yeah. Amen. You know, pastor always has as a, 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 a motto in, in, in our household, be a person of excellence. Amen. And every Everything you do, do it with excellence. And that is so important as a father, you begin to teach your children your mottos that they can be successful in life. Yeah. You know, and after living life and partaking of the empty promises, that's what the world has to give you when you're not in God. Empty promises that lead to nowhere. This child went home. Mm -hmm. And I believe that this parent, this father was disciplining and parenting his child from afar. What, you said, first lady, why would you say he was disciplining his child from afar? He, you know, he knew his son left, but you notice when the son was coming, the father was already expecting him to come back. The father was, look, here he come. He's coming back. Prepare the best of the best yes, for yes, my yes, son. Yes. And, the young, and the oldest son you know, let me go back to the younger son. Now, the younger son had came home, and the older son was disturbed. He says, why are you celebrating this disrespectful child yes. after all he has done to you? You have given him the inheritance. You have given him everything. And now, he is coming home, and he's being celebrated. Mm. My God, my God, my God. You know, the father was teaching the older son as well. He says, everything that I have is yours if you just stay connected yes. 
If you stay connected, everything I have is yours. And, 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 and not only spiritually and physically, he was the oldest. So if something happens to your, 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 your parents, the oldest, it gets passed down to the oldest. Yeah. Everything I have is yours. So why are you worried? Why are you fretful? Because everything I have is yours. And I believe the oldest son said, you know what? That's true. I apologize, Father. I, I can see it now in my head. He had an aha moment as well. God has a great work for you. God has a great task for you. And he's going to use you to do mighty things as long as you're willing to be under the authority of your parents. God cannot place you in authority if you cannot be under delegated authority. I'll say that one more time. God cannot place you in authority if you cannot be under delegated authority. Amen. If you don't know how to submit Onto someone else. So fathers, I want you to be encouraged today. God is about to work in the life of those children and begin to turn things around Amen. for Amen. them. God Amen. is going to fill your mouth with Amen. laughter and joy for all your sacrifices, for all your time that you have sown into your families. Fathers, stand strong, amen, for your children. Amen. Fathers, don't lean to the left or to the right. No, you are doing a great work. You are not too strict. You're not too disciplined. You are just right because the children need that foundation so that they can be successful when they go out into the world. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. I pray that this is a day full of, of joy and laughter for you as you are celebrated by your wives, your families, your loved ones, your children, that you will know that this day you are honored for your acts of kindness, honored for going to work those long hours providing for your family. You're honored for teaching your family how to worship the Lord. Because if the fathers are teaching the, fam the, the, the children, the wife, how to worship the Lord, they got to learn on their own. And just how Eve partook of the apple. See, if she was with her husband, if, if she was around her husband, he would have told her, don't do it. But see, when the family has to do stuff on their own, they end up going astray. Oh my goodness, I said something. So fathers, you're celebrating. Continue to be over your family. Continue to lead and guide your family in the things of God. Pastor, I'll turn it over to you. Thank you for uh, your wishes. And your good okay. word this morning, first lady for fathers. But uh, I will use the um, the prodigal son's uh, um, analogy to call us home. Oh, I know yes. many fathers have strayed away from the things of God, mm -hmm. and some don't even know God. Mm -hmm. But in that capacity, I'm not just speaking to only men and fathers, but I'm speaking to us all. You might be watching me. You might not be a father or a man. But um, this is the time that God is calling us back unto him. The prodigal son, as I affectionately used an example, he went here while, but realized that he had made a mistake and came back to the father. Uh, Jesus, uh, the word of the Lord says, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except through Christ. Today, mm -hmm. I will give us um, the call, mm -hmm. if we are willing and if all that we are sharing now, we find in our life that we need God, yes. we have to come through Christ to get to God. Yes. That's the open door. It says, Beloved, I stand at the heart of, uh, at, the, at the door knocking. 
If anyone comes in, I and the Father will mm. come in and will set a table yes. and we will dine with you. And every dinner table is full of pleasantries. It's yes. full of goodish stuff. Yes. And that's the blessing. Yes. So if you accept Christ today, you also receive eternal glory. Amen. Life, good life here good. and also after death. When you are faced with judgment. Yes. The question that you will be asked is what did you do with Jesus? Yes. What did you do with Jesus? And hell is real and heaven is real. Mm -hmm. So depending on how the judge sees your faith and you're going to be qualifying for one of these places, either hell or he heaven, mm -hmm. to spend the rest of eternity. Or you are like the prodigal son. You have strayed away from your faith. You could also repeat this prayer as as a leaders to accept Christ, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus, I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord. To be my Lord and personal Savior, and, personal Savior. and I'll serve you, Lord Jesus, and I'll serve you, Lord Jesus, for the rest of my life. Of my I declare life. you saved. Angels in the heavenlies yes. are rejoicing for your salvation, and we want to hear from you if you got saved. Our information will come on the screen. We want to hear from you yes. this day. Yes. Let us know you got saved, and also you want to continue. In your salvation, look for the Word of God, the Bible, and go all the way to the New Testament. Begin to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. Also, you could fellowship with us online to continue in your salvation with the Lord. I want to pray for our fathers this day. Yeah. Uh, the issue of fatherlessness, as I said, is the same problem. I pray that the power of God destroy the curses that are operated in the curse that you have inherited from your Thanks for joining us this week on the Lightway Church of God in Christ podcast. We pray that you were truly blessed by the word that you have just heard. Make sure you visit our website, www.lightwaychurch.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so that you will never miss a show. While you are at it, if you have found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating. Or if you will simply tell a friend about the show, that will be a blessing as you help us share the Word of God. Lastly, if you would like to assist us to continue to expand our platform to preach the Word of God, please consider being a Patreon and donate by going to www.lightwaychurch.com. God bless you.